0: We were hosting a basketball game on a Friday night, and then Saturday, we had to host a sectional wrestling. I spent the night in my office and just brought a, an air mattress, spent the night, and I was ready to go. So I'm sure a lot of ADs and coaches have done that. Just got to be prepared to, to do stuff like that. Woo!
1: Welcome to the UND Greyhound Guide, the only show of its kind where we give you unparalleled access to the University of Indianapolis Sport Management Program, which is located within the amateur sports capital of the world. Through the voices of students, alumni, and even professors, listeners will gain information that can't be received by visiting a website or even touring a campus. Catch us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay up to date on all things sport management. Today we are joined by Mr. Jim Zeller, who is the Assistant Athletic Director at Lawrence North High School. During my undergraduate degree at UND, I worked a few years at LN, mostly with the basketball team, but in my last semester I did an internship within their athletic department and Mr. Zeller was my supervisor. He has been at LN for 18 years and in total has 35 years of experience as a Marion County AD. So, Mr. Zeller, thank you for joining us and being part of this athletic director mini series. I know it's been a while since we talked, so it's nice to catch up. So, before we get into the five questions I sent you, I wanna ask just an ice breaking question of what your favorite sports film is of all time.
0: That's a tough one. Um, I can name a few that I really, really like. Uh, I've always liked Remember the Titans. Um, If you live in Indiana and don't say Hoosiers, then you're not really Hoosier. so I'd have to put Hoosiers on the list. Uh, Facing the Giants is another good one. Um, But I would say for entertainment, um, if I had to choose one just to watch, I'd probably watch Remember the Titans. But the other two are a close second and third. Have you
1: seen that new one? Uh, It's called Safety, about the Clemson defender. It's a pretty good one no is that on netflix it's on disney plus
0: i didn't think you would have it no i don't don't subscribe to disney plus not now but maybe after talking to you i'll run home and subscribe to it so the first question is pretty typical i'm just
1: curious like on a daily basis what the duties of an ad are like what you guys face and maybe what the difference is from your point of view on a game day to a non game day?
0: I'd say it's pretty typical. Um, Mr. Penrose, our athletic director here, and I usually get together for a few moments at the beginning of every day, have a cup of coffee, discuss the events of the previous day, you know, how things went, is there something that we need to do differently, or what can we do to improve it? Uh, then we talk about the events that are upcoming. Um, We discuss any issues, uh, whether good or bad, Um, but the the one thing I learned a long time ago, and I think it's good for any athletic director, is that when you get to school, you may have a list of things that you want to get done. You can have your to-do list, and that's fine, but you have to realize you're going to get interrupted all day, whether it's a phone call, coach comes in. Um, you gotta check emails. There's a lot of things that, that you gotta do, but you have to realize that people in the building may have you on their to-do list. And so if there's five coaches that need to talk to you, those take precedent. And so it's, it's a type of job where, um, it's servant leadership. And if you're in it for yourself, you're not gonna last very long. Um, you're in it to help people and the the more that you help people the more uh reward you get out of it so anyway to get more specifically with your question about um there's really not a whole lot of difference between a day where you have an event and where you don't it may just depend on the event if we're hosting a big tournament like a sectional basketball uh, you're going to do a lot more prep work during the day uh, maybe if we're hosting a football game there's a lot of prep work that has to be done so, we won't spend as much time doing desk work uh, on days that you have games, but typically in the morning, um, they're, they're all about the same. You know, checking emails, making phone calls, uh, confirming uh, with officials, making sure your workers are going to be there, that type of thing. Um, you get thrown a curveball every once in a while. Uh, 10 minutes before the girls' game last night, one of the workers came to me and said, Is our announcer going to be here tonight? And I said, Well, I, he didn't tell me that he wasn't. So I called him and he thought the game was away. And so sometimes as an AD, you just got to jump in there and do it. So I, he said, he goes, well, I can get there. I said, well, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll get the starting lineups done and, and I'll just announce the first quarter and then you can get in there and starting the second quarter. So there's, sometimes there's no one else to do it. and You just got to jump in there and do it. So just basically be willing to do whatever needs to be done.
1: I remember when I was there and you made the statement that you're on other people's to-do lists, and it reminded me um, in undergrad we had to interview people and I interviewed someone at the YMCA in Batesville, Indiana and her thing to me was she said when you get like moving up in the chain she said the to-do list is never done and that reminds me of what you said. So I'm curious from the side of like when I was an intern there and I knew you guys had one after me. I don't know. Have you been having one ever since then or no?
0: I think we've had two since you left. And, you know, you set the bar so high that all we need to do is say, if we could clone Cody, then we would be just fantastic. So um, seriously, though, the one thing that that I thought you brought to the table is that, number one, you're very willing to learn. Um, you weren't afraid to make suggestions if there was something that could be done better, more efficiently. Um, but you did it in such a way that, you know, it was polite. It wasn't like, man, you guys are crazy. Why do you do things this way? You know, it, it was um, constructive crit. In fact, it wasn't even criticism. It was just uh, good suggestions. And so I, I think that's what you have to do, especially if you're, if you're wanting to learn something, you ask a lot of questions and it's okay to um, give your input. Um, and I think another really good quality is that there's downtime in an athletic office. And so you have to look for things to do and there's always something to do. It could be filling out contracts, uh, could be helping to make phone calls to do confirmations. But if you walk into the gym and you see something's broken, you know, you can fill out a work order or come and tell me or, or whatever. Or if it's a simple fix, you just fix it yourself. And so I think uh, being resourceful is very important because by the time you fill out a work order and you get somebody there, it may be a week before something even gets fixed. And it might be something as simple as just putting a faceplate back on an electrical outlet Um, so it's just things like that you just look for things to do Um, you have to have people skills Um, when you talk to people whether it's in person or on the phone you you don't want to come across as being rude Uh, you want to give the impression show the impression that you're there to help them because if somebody calls they're wanting something it doesn't mean that you can give them everything that they want but your attitude should be such that this person's calling so i'm going to try to help them out as much as i can
1: so i know being in your position it can be like a pretty stressful job but they're also rewarding times so what would you what would you say is your favorite part of being an ad and then what is like the hardest part
0: i think the the favorite part is just being able to get on the train when a team's doing well and they're successful and even though you don't have you know you're not helping them in practice or anything like that you're still involved because you're making arrangements for them whether it's through buses um, you know it could be you know calling a restaurant ordering food for them uh, making all the arrangements uh, for a game and so you know it's, it's more of a behind the scenes type thing no, nobody really sees that stuff. all they see is that the team goes out on the floor and plays a game they don't see that the chairs were set up before the game they don't see all the setup and all the takedown and all the work that has to be done before the game sometimes during the game and certainly after the game so um, i think it's very rewarding to see not only teams succeed but then if you have individuals who you know, maybe you had a kid that was been really struggling, whether it's academically or maybe with his home life. And then they, they come out and they become uh, a great individual. And it may have nothing to do with their success on the field, but because they had that experience, they're able to use that and be successful in life. And so that's very rewarding. As far as what I don't like about the job, Um, I I wouldn't necessarily refer to it as likes or dislikes. I would refer to it more as challenges. And the the one thing about this job is you gotta put a lot of hours in. Uh, Just for instance, this week we've had, starting on Tuesday, we've had games every night. And we have another game tonight. Uh, Tomorrow we have a wrestling match at 10 o'clock. We've got a girls basketball doubleheader starting at two. And then if our boys win tonight, they'll play in the county championship tomorrow night. So basically, it's all day Saturday. So that's, you know, five days in a row. And, uh, you know, thankfully, you get Sunday off. uh, But then it starts right back again next week. I think we have events four out of the five nights. And so I think the long hours, uh, that can get to you after a while. Uh, you got to really guard against burnout. And so, you know, trying to stay healthy, it, it's the, the biggest challenge is, you know, trying to eat healthy because when you're here until 10 o'clock at night, the worst thing you can do is go home and eat hamburgers and French fries. So trying to get exercise, you know, I always seem to gain weight in the wintertime and like everybody else. So um, it, it's especially tough and, and just trying to keep yourself healthy. You know, it was with this COVID thing, uh, that's a challenge. Um, I got sick last March um, and so I had to deal with that. And, you know, fortunately I came out okay, but um, you know, it's just things like that, that you really have to try to stay healthy because before you can start helping others, you gotta take care of yourself. And then, then you're in a better position to help others. So I would say that's that's probably the biggest challenge, just the long hours. Sometimes you may get some disgruntled parents. Um, that's just part of the job. Um, but you know, we, we've got great parents here, and, and it, it's so much more positive than it is negative as far as the parent uh, impact goes.
1: I know you, in reference to like the long hours. I remember my like I don't know if my my first or second week there, there was a uh, there was a wrestling match that night, and I had never been to a wrestling event ever. And I just remember thinking, like, we were there really late, it felt like.
0: Well, not here, but uh, when I was at Decatur Central, I still lived up on the northeast side of Indianapolis, and so it was about a 35-minute drive. And we were hosting a basketball game on a Friday night, and then Saturday we had to host a sectional wrestling. Well, the thing about wrestling is you got to set all the mats up, um, it takes some time, so basketball game got over with about 9, 30, 10 o'clock. We spent about two hours setting the gym up, and by that time, it was after midnight, and I had to be back at 6 o'clock the next day, so I thought, well, I could drive home, get home around 1, and I'd have to get up at 5 to get ready to get back down here by 6. So I actually pre-planned to spend the night, I spent the night in my office. And just brought an air mattress, spent the night, and I was ready to go. So I'm sure a lot of ADs and coaches have done that. But, you know, you just do what you have to do. So you just got to be prepared to to do stuff like that.
1: So I know you've held, like you've been the head athletic director before, and you're titled now as the assistant AD. Is there a difference in... In either of those roles,
0: not a whole lot. Um, the way we have it set up here is uh, Mr. Penrose and I each—we just split the sports down the middle, and our responsibilities for those sports is essentially the same. You know, we schedule officials, schedule the games, we evaluate our coaches. Um, so that part's really not not any different. Uh, when it comes to dealing with parents. You know, that's all pretty much the same. Probably the biggest difference is that, you know, if there's a major issue, the first person they're going to look for is the AD and not the assistant AD. So that can be good and bad. Um, when I was at Chittard High School, I, did have, I, I was the athletic direct, director there for 11 years, and I had an assistant for about half the time. So for about five years, it was just me, and I didn't have a secretary either. So that was pretty challenging, but you just do what you have to do, you just get it done. And so um, when I went to Decatur Central, I actually went as a system AD for about a year and a half and then became the AD when the athletic director there went up to central office. So even though your role changes a little bit, your title changes, the responsibilities are essentially the same. So there's there's not a great deal of difference between the two.
1: So. Before a student graduates, like our program specifically, we do internships. What advice would you give to a student who is looking for an internship? Uh, what, like, piece of nuggets would you give them if they're specifically looking for a high school athletic department and, like, how to make the most out of that internship?
0: Uh, I'd say the first thing is that you have to go in with a good attitude because if An athletic director or assistant AD or a secretary or somebody asks you to do something and that intern rolls their eyes because they think it's menial work or something they really don't want to do or it's boring that's a major red flag and so if if somebody's not willing to do the little things then they're probably not going to follow through on the big things and so that's one thing Um, attention to detail you know, if you're gonna do something, you do it right. Um, it's it's easy to cut corners, but I think no matter what you're doing, um, you got to give it your best effort all the time. Be willing to do anything. You know, it could be from mopping a wrestling mat to having to announce a game to running a scoreboard. Uh, I think you you probably took tickets for several times, didn't you? Because, yeah, like, tickets
1: I, I did. The show up, ticketing. Uh, ran the softball and baseball, scoreboards. That was like the most out of my comfort zone of anything I did just because I only play like basketball grown up. So when I was doing those outdoor sports.
0: Uh... Well, I think it's, it's good to experience all those things because you never know when you have to do it yourself. And it, it's almost like a, a band teacher knowing how to play all the instruments. Now, they may not be, you know, uh, excellent at all of them, but at least they have a working knowledge of, you know, how a flute works and a, you know, clarinet and saxophone and trombone and all that. So it's kind of ways in AD. You know, I'm not going to tell Coach Kiefer, who's been here for almost 50 years, how to coach basketball. But I feel like I have a pretty good knowledge of basketball. Um, there's other sports that I don't know a whole lot about, but you know one thing that we don't want to do is we don't want to micromanage our coaches you know we want to give them the ability to feel like they're doing what they love doing now if we have to step in for whatever reason we will but you know most of the time it's hands off so as far as being an ad uh, or an intern you got to be willing to do whatever is asked of you uh, look for things to do and I think uh, be willing to work long hours and if because one thing you got to realize is you don't start it's not just if you apply for a job that you start interviewing you start interviewing for your future job when you're an intern um, or when you're maybe you're working at a Y and that's not going to be your longtime job but what happens is you're working for people that can really help you get that job that you want. And so it's really important that you don't burn bridges. Uh, You never know when it's going to come back to haunt you. And so that's why I think no matter where you are, if you're doing, um, you know, you have a job that that's just part time or if you're an intern somewhere, You have to treat it as if this is my professional job that I'm going to do the rest of my life because you want to get that good recommendation. And I would say that networking is is 90% of getting jobs. It's it's who you know, who has connections. And and I don't mean that in a negative way. That's just the way it is. Um, You know, those people can really help you get to where you want to be. So those are the things that I would look for or at least I would advise someone wanting to be an intern. Uh,
1: honestly, you touched on the next one too. So that's really all the questions that I had typed up. Thank you. Uh, is there anything that you feel.
0: Can I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. <laughs> um, would you ever want to be an athletic director? Yeah. I don't know.
1: When people ask me that question, the only thing I hesitate about is like I don't know about like what size of a school I'd feel comfortable with, because being with you guys, it's like 2,400 students. Is that right?
0: Yeah, we're about 2,600
1: now. Oh, so yeah, the high school I grew up in, like we were, everyone said a thousand, but it's really not even a thousand. Um, so I don't know, because like you guys, I know it was a comedic point it it was like my first few weeks there and I was in the pool side of the school and I'd never seen a competitive swimming pool before and that was the first time um, because the conference that we're in back home in Franklin County we don't have pools so that was cool seeing new sports but yeah I don't know if that would be something I want but it's definitely something that interests me I always keep an eye out on the IHSAA website and stuff
0: Okay. Well, I wish you the best luck.